Talk History. I'm your host, Matt. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Lorna Baz. Hello! I told you Lorna Baz. How do you feel about that? Obviously, you know I'm not very happy with it, but I put on a positive front for the listeners. Oh. Uh, if you haven't listened to podcasts before, we d- talk about a topic from history, basically, don't we? One of us yeah. done a bit of research and we'll um, choose, a, choose a moment, event, person, whatever you want, really, from history. Yeah. And... and um, Try and reveal new things. Yeah, so Lorna, um, if you're new to this, go back to the very first episode. Lorna did a report on the Montgomery bus boycott. Everyone mm-hmm. knows about it. But um, there's a, a lot. All of it. Yeah, there's a lot more to unwrap. Oh. Like a present. Oh, it's a present every week, this then, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is. Oh, Coming nice. right to your ears. <laughs> um, Sounds creepy. I when know you I do. do that. I always say it really weird. Um, this week I'm doing the report. Excited. Um, and chose a topic weirdly based on um, something that was sort of popular. Well, not popular. It was something that was in the um, public eye when I, when I started writing it, when I was researching what oh. topic to write. Chose a topic which um, people have been chatting about quite a bit. But it's still from history. But it's still from history. Um, cool. It's quite a dark topic okay so i, I think Classic what we map. need to do is just have some fun with it okay i don't know how you feel about this but i feel like the topic okay um it's definitely one of the darkest topics we've had okay unsettlingly so right um and there's a lot of death in it yeah um some murder um and a lot of other pretty horrific stuff. I try and skim over some of the, some of the stuff I've left out because it was a bit too much. Um, okay. And how are we having fun? I just think, you know, let's just chat and let's have a good time with it. So I'll be light-hearted. <laughs> try and be light-hearted <laughs> about this. <laughs> the um, gruesome details. But there is, there will be uh, no swears, as always, but um, maybe parental guidance is, is advised. Oh, is it that bad? Some, some bits are, because it's about... As I said, there's some murders. Am I going to be scared? I don't know. This would be interesting. Let me know next week if you've had nightmares. This is about the Golden State Killer. You've heard of the Golden State Killer? Um, I have heard of them because you them. have mentioned them. It's not a band. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good name for a band, though, isn't it's it? It's not. Definitely what's, not. Is the Golden State California? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Wait, what's the Sunshine State? Mm. Florida. Yeah, why not? I, I honestly don't know. American listeners will be. Oh, is that I know the Garden State is New Jersey. What's the Orange State? Um, Orange Country. Orange Country is that Florida? Uh, I don't know. I don't honestly. Don't, I just said Orange Country because I have a book called Orange Country up there. I think. Oh right. Holland. <laughs> <laughs> um. Only that famous state. Yeah, <laughs> the fifty. Um, how many states? Fifty. Yeah. The fifty-first state. Um. Sunshine State, Florida. It's also a nickname of the Australian state of Queensland. What was the other one we said? Golden State. Oh, yeah, but you said Orange, Orange State. state. I, I don't think, think that's that a thing. Oh, wait, Orange State. What is the Orange State? Florida. Oh, Florida as well. And the Everglades State is also God, known I'm as. I'm good, Anna. Oh, South Peach. Oh, no, Empire State of the South Peach State. What? Oh, I'm very confused. The Aloha State, that's good. Or the oh. Rainbow State. These aren't all Florida, are they? No, these are Hawaii now. What is Golden State? 
It's California. California, yeah, because Golden State Warriors um, is the basketball team. team. Stephen Curry. I know my basketball teams. Can you tell me anything else about them? About that team? Yeah. They won the um, NBA championship. I don't know what it's called. A couple of years ago, I remember that. I was when I was at camp, right? 2016. Everyone was hyped. Golden State Warriors. 2015. Maybe 2015. It was yeah. 2015. Maybe 2015. Yeah, I know my yeah, Golden was, State yeah. Warriors. Stephen Curry and others. Anyway. Is he the one who doesn't stand up? What does that mean? Or kneel. <laughs> Who's the one who doesn't kneel? <laughs> doesn't kneel for what? The national anthem? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was an American football thing. Oh, I thought it was a basketball Maybe it's thing. all all sport thing. Anyway, we've digressed. But we are talking about the Golden State Killer. I must say killers then, but I realise that's not right. Golden State Killer. Um, but like I said, yeah, some of it is a bit grizzly. Um, grizzly. Ooh, sizzle. But, yeah, parents, it's your call if you let children listen to this one. So have you, you've heard of him, I guess. Um, Golden State Killer... I'm just going to make this bigger because I can't read it. Also known as some unpleasant nicknames, the EAR, the East Area Rapist, and the original Night Stalker. Mm. Pretty horrific names, really. Yeah, I'm not really a fan. <laughs> no. I wouldn't be a fan of them as a nickname, to be honest. Well, no. I don't think you'd give yourself the nickname of East Area Rapist. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> you don't. You don't tend to give yourself you nicknames, don't, do you? though. That's this is the thing. Okay, have you ever tried to give yourself a nickname? Um. Be- well, when I was younger, I told people that I wanted to be called Loz. Now, oh really? Now oh, I, I didn't know it. that. Oh. <laughs> and people did, but my cousin's also called Laura, and people called her Loz more than me. Oh, but yeah, you're upset. No, that's why you're no, here now. No, I'm just not a fan of it now. It's it seemed very weird. I feel like if I walked into work and everyone was like, "Oh, Loz." Oh, they'd be like, hi, Lonnie. You'd be like, actually, it's Loz. No, yeah, People that's call weird. Me Loz. And I think just no one's called it me since I played football, which was in year eight. So, yeah. <laughs> Long time ago. Yeah, people um, called me. I have Matt, obviously. He's, he's oh, a short yeah, <laughs> Um People at uni, when I played football, used to call me Singles. Because of your surname? Weird. Yeah, because of my surname. It's weird, though, isn't it? Not Singleton. Really. Would you choose singles? I guess you would. People did. Yeah. Most people did, so. Um, yeah. But it's a bit of a weird one to lengthen your name. It's one of them. But you could have Matt, one syllable, but yeah. instead they're calling you singles, which is two. Singles. Yeah, but it's singleton, which is three. Yeah, but why didn't they just call you by your first name? Don't know. Anyway, um, he's not called by any of these nice names. He's called East Area Rapist. Yeah. Or the original Night Stalker. Who's um, the other Night Stalker then? I don't know, that's what I was thinking. I don't know. I didn't know if it was like a film. No, you're thinking of Nightcrawler. I have a big I poster am. behind me I of am. Nightcrawler, the film. Um, I am. Well done. And I just remembered, I actually vaguely remember listening to a podcast on this. Um, maybe last year sometime. There's a cl- I don't know who they are. They're pretty popular. Like If you search for sort of, if you're into sort of murdery... <laughs> Um, podcast, you know, like yeah. crime, like murder mystery, murder mystery sort of podcast. Um, these two American women, and I can't remember what it's called for the life of me, but you type, type oh, it in. Um, they have a chat. I don't know. I know called. what it is, and it's got murder in the title. Has it? 
My favorite murderer, murder. Yeah, it might be something like my, that. I think this might be my favorite murder, and I'm sure they mention this. It came back to me as I was researching. I'm pretty sure they mention probably they chatted about this at some point. Um, I know they don't need plugging, but I just thought I might as well. Well, bring yeah, it up. it's a good pod. Um, and they, what? Why I thought we need to have a bit of fun with it is because I remember they Didn't. were very no, they were they're like because oh, that's what they right. talk about. So they're just like, oh, we have this fascination with this murder, and then. Um, I feel like we need to embrace it a lot more because people die in history. People do die. We can't but I always feel a bit it. worse when this was in 1976. Still history. Still mm, recent, though. Anyway, it's all in the California area. So the year was 1976, 42 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And there's an idea. It's not been confirmed, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people think that the original, the killer... How many years ago? 42 1976. Thank you. <laughs> I just realised how old my dad is. All right. oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, wow. yeah, there's an idea that... What? Your dad's like 55? No, he's like 58. Oh, all right. Anyway. 57, um, maybe? So... <laughs> right. Um, Sorry, I thought he was like 52. <laughs> no. This... Um, Killer apparently might have been known. It might be the same person as the. This oh no, he is fifty-five. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Lorna's dad, which I'm talking about here, by the way, not the killer. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what I'm trying I'm, to say is that it's possible that this killer was also a character known as the Vesalia Ransacker. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing That's a Vesalia. Separate murderer. Ransacker. What's a ransacker? Well, he was a burglar. Burglar. He was a burglar <laughs> in the. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Visalia? Visalia? I'd say Visalia. Yeah, Visalia area in uh, California. So there was the all these um, robberies. robberies, burglaries, happening um, in 1976 in right. this area in California. Uh, and I've read it on numerous websites that this is the same guy, but then I also read that this connection has not been confirmed. But in April... Oh, so this was... I don't know why I've put... Oh, yeah, 1974 was when all these burglars happened. And then 1976, that's when we are. Well, that's when we're going to get to. But I'd actually just mention 1974. Um, it was April and um, a town... Is, the town is between Sacramento and Los Angeles. I think it's a city, actually. Oh, they're um, nice ones. Vesalia. Uh, they were experiencing this, like, weird string of burglaries who went into houses and didn't take expensive items but took personal items from people's houses. So is ransacker... Like a burglar. The equivalent of a terminology like serial killer for burglars? Um, Or would you be a serial burglar? I think ransacker is just a general term for like people who ransack up those steal things. I don't think there's like... um, like, It's not like a ladder. Um... It could just be the Vesalia burglar, but he ransacked these places. Okay. Um, and like and he, said, just, he didn't steal... Like, he didn't steal expensive things. He took personal items. Like what? Like a diary? Um, I'll get later on. I think I've got some from when he, when he turned into a murderer. Oh, is it confirmed that it was this kid? No, I, no, I said it might yeah, be. Yeah, that's why I'm... But it's likely to be once, right, okay. once I get through the story. Um, so, September 11th, 1975... Mm-hmm. Um, so like the next year, so this has been happening for like this year. Yeah, they've got a problem. Yeah, they've got this thief, the Vesalian ransacker, and he attempted to abduct a journalism professor's daughter, sixteen-year-old daughter. So now he's gone from personal items to people. To personal people. 
Personal uh, people. Um, Claude Snelling's 16-year-old daughter. Um, what a good name. Yeah. And oh. basically, I don't know how he tried to do this. I didn't get much info on this particular mm-hmm. burglary or abduction attempt. But her father confronted him and the ransacker um, shot and killed Snelling and escaped. Um, so without got... the daughter, I think. He just right, ran that's off. what I was going to um, but and, the guy died. Yeah, so I don't know. Oh, I didn't hear. I only read that on one website, but I'm assuming it's true, <laughs> because later on we get to the fact that like he stepped up to murder, but maybe that was a murder out of like necessity. You know what I mean? Like out of panic. panic. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. it's like oh, I need to kill him to get away. Uh, I'll shoot him at least. Yeah. Um, rather than going in to kill people, so he was actually last seen on December 10th, 1975, when um. Detective Bill McGowan chased him down outside of a house, but the ransacker managed to escape again. And after that, the rubbish stopped. And only a few months later, the Golden State Killer attacks began in Sacramento. So Vesalia is not that far from Sacramento. The actual, the all these crimes. There's a lot of it covers quite a lot of area in California, but you can sort of see how if they these are all the same people. How they moved basically from like Visalia to Sacramento down oh, the like coast. Oh, like it follows. A, there's not. They're not cropping up like. Somewhere yeah, they're not impossibly. really. Yeah, they, they, It's like a hundreds of miles, but he, but he might gaps. commit. Yeah, and he's committing like in certain areas. So. Um, yeah, he sort of moved on to some more serious crimes. If he was this burglar, eighteenth uh, of June, nineteen seventy-six, uh, a masked intruder broke into the bedroom of a twenty-three-year-old woman, and she awoke. To find him standing over her naked from the waist down. How bizarre. Yeah. Uh, what was his mask? Uh, I think it was a ski mask. Oh, God, I'd scream. Yeah, that's horrible, isn't it? Um, listen, nice, but he, he bound her, um, stuffed a nightgown in her mouth and raped her at knife point. So he's gone from uh... robbing places to ra- like intruding, um, breaking into places and, and raping people. But... He was going to kidnap someone. So yeah, the, the so link he, yeah. is he, he, not that yeah. tenuous. But he's he's obviously That's gotten more good. like... He's getting brave. Yeah, he's getting braver. Um, 1976. And um, she was the first victim, sorry. So she died? No, no, no. He, he raped her and then, I think, ran off, maybe. Um, she was the first victim of his, of his rapes. And over the next 12 months, uh, he would become known as the East Area Rapist. And he was striking, like, again and again, sometimes just day, like with days in between his attacks. So, you know, like, when you hear use, a serial Yeah, murders, they usually escalate. Yeah. So, they start, like, with a big gap of, like, yeah. 10 years. And then they do another. And then it'll and be, then like, a like, few months. A, or... Yeah, it gets closer and closer, doesn't it? But he was literally, like, days he'd go from, like, oh raping someone to breaking someone else's house from raping them. Um, there were. I read somewhere that it was five incidents in 1976 and 17 in 1977, but I don't know if they're all rape or if they're burglaries or if yeah. it's a mix of things. But 17 in 1977 means it's like more than one a month. That's like he's yeah. committing like multiple some months. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd select. He had like a certain mo. I guess you'd um get that or like develop that as. He kept going, so like he'd go. There's trends. Yeah, there's a trend. So he'd select single story homes, mm-hmm. climbing uh, through windows, and like I said, he'd bind, he'd bind, bound the victims, and he also blinded women with a flashlight. So like, what, fantasy. 
when they're asleep yeah, anyway. Yeah, to so... wake him up and then blinded him and then threatened him. Um, and it's quite... Um, we don't really think about this the same... I don't think we have... I don't think we've ever experienced this, the impact that it has on a society and a community. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously I don't, we've never experienced anything like a serial killer where we live. No. Um... Yeah, like any death is yeah. a bit of a shock. Yeah, but and we've never had like this like murderer running rampant. I don't think not like no. in England, like in England, like in the same way. No, but you don't hear about it the same as you did in like the t- the twenty first century. Like I don't. He- this is the twenty first century. The twentieth century. Right. Sorry, um, I don't hear about serial killers now. Yeah, but even th- in like America, but I think it's massive. more difficult. Like I talk about about like trying to catch catch them uh-huh. and um it's just so, i think it must be so much more difficult for them because of like all the technology and all the like the cctv cameras everywhere you can't just like yeah do you know what i mean and like dna testing and yeah. everything um so literally they'd just be caught like yeah, straight away they wouldn't, they wouldn't get like... the chance to do multiple yeah. multiple murderers no it seems like the 19 like after the 1950s it seemed more like a trend to be a serial killer like it was a craze where yeah. there's quite a few yeah Mindhunter the TV yes, show yes yes talk about um so I actually don't know if serial killer was a word that was used at this time you know because oh, Mindhunter potentially Hunter, because it only came in like 19 was that the 80s or the 70s, 70s or 80s yeah um but yeah this I was saying that We've never had that sort of tragic, horrific event in our lives that had an impact on the whole populace of an area. Mm-hmm. Um, but in in Sacramento, like the average residents began like arming themselves with guns and bats, yeah, panicking, and buying guard dogs and locking locking the doors for the first time. Um, and there was a guy who I read about called David Caracio, Caracio, uh, who was an online news editor for the Sacramento Bee newspaper. Cute name for a newspaper, yeah, Sacramento Bee. Um, and he was 12 years old when all this was going on near his house. And a, a home near his got struck by the East Area Rapist. And he said, uh, we jumped on our bikes out of curiosity and we checked out the home. And the news stories aren't exaggerating how big an impact it had. So they were like, everyone was just like panicked mm-hmm. and like... Kids were going like, oh, this is the house where, like, this has happened. And just crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff. So I'll print, I'll call them the EAR. Okay. Oh, I don't know if you're supposed to pronounce the ear, but I think the ear sounds weird. No, I'll say ear, ear, ear. Yeah, ear, ear, ear. No, ear, ear. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, Lana once said, the ah. Um. <laughs> I just couldn't get my word out. My letter. E-A-R. They, um, he would take trophies from his victims too, um, including pieces of jewellery. You know, we talked about personal items. Yeah. Pieces of jewellery and cufflinks. Uh, after, oh, this is a really nasty bit. Um, if you don't like really unpleasant things, skip forward 15 seconds. I'll have to speak quick, I've only got 15 seconds. <laughs> um... He inv- after invading one home, he, he placed dinner plates on the back. So based of on the back of a girl's mother. So they must have been the mother and the daughter at home. Uh, in one room, and then he went into the other room with the other girl, and he said, "If I hear the plates clatter yeah. or break, then I'll I'll cut your daughter's fingers off." Yeah. Um, That's not nice. It's unpleasant. Um, and he was also known to ring. At least one of his victims got phone calls from him. Uh, beforehand 
and there's a recorded call to a woman. I don't listen to it, but I think I find it of um, and he can be heard whispering, "Gonna kill you, gonna kill you." How um, unpleasant is that? Creepy. Um, yeah, there's lots of different, but I think that's similar with lots of different serial killers when they get out and it becomes big news that you get lots of like letters pretending to be serial yeah, killers. And yeah, You can't tell quite what's true, but I think some of them calls and are definitely true. Even when they get caught and they confess to certain things, you still can't trust them. Yeah, you, don't, you don't know. No. It's I, one of them things that you just kind of got to accept. You're never going to know for sure. Mm. Yeah, I get towards the end, I mentioned sort of how many victims he had and stuff, but it's not quite clear. What's oh, him? and What's... then because people have yeah. a copycat and stuff, yeah. which I think is weirder. Yeah, yeah. I think both are quite weird. Well, yeah, this is yeah, this is weird, but Unpleasant. obviously he's not very well. Well, and the copycats are obviously not very well mm. as well. <laughs> so, he's yeah, it's nineteen seventy eight now, February second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie and Brian Maggie Maggio. I'm not pronouncing any of these names right. I'm very sorry, Maggio. Um, were out walking their dog um, when they had a confrontation with a strange man. And we don't obviously know what was said, um, but she was 20, Katie, 20-year-old Katie, and 21-year-old Brian um, were left dead from gunshot wounds um, soon after. And a man wearing a ski mask was seen fleeing by several witnesses. What happened to the dog? I don't know. Okay. I actually don't know. I didn't even think about that. Um, Katie had complained of a man stalking her at work in the months before this night um, and colleagues reported someone calling Katie repeatedly repeatedly telling her um, that the, the pe- person on the phone would say your turn is coming and a strange man in a blue Volkswagen would watch her for hours and then when she would go to confront him he would drive off and then he'd return later and sit there again that is proper um, scary did she tell the police? I don't know, but she quit a job. Um, but it's likely, it seems now, that like the phone calls and the weird man hanging out was was this guy. Um, so there's no definite that it was this guy? Um, I think maybe later on we might find out exactly if okay. it was. I can't quite remember because there's lots of names, you yeah. see. Um, and the EAR um, rates over two dozen women by the time he'd committed this, which was his first known murder. Um, oh, it's like okay. his first definite he's, murder. He's escalated. Yeah. Um, and this is when it seems like the EAR moved. Um, like he'd done a lot of home invasion in Visalia or Visalia, and then he'd moved on to East Bay, um, like Sacramento. Sacramento. And, and now he moved to nearby Contra Costa County. My mum would like that Costa. Oh, My mum yes. loves the Costa coffee. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that's where it's from. Probably not. Um. I don't think um, these places are that far apart. Like, he sort of went down the coast. I saw this map of all the different right, okay. attacks, and he sort of went down the coast. And he committed 20 more rapes before killing Robert Offerman and Alexandria Manning, who were bound and shot in Offerman's home. And this was uh, one of numerous cases where detective fa- detectives found that the killer had eaten food from the victim's fridge during or after the attack. Odd. So odd. So they went in and it was like, there's like a half eat. I think it was like something to do with chicken. And it was like... Half eaten? Yeah, something Did like that. Did you leave it a mess as well? Because I wouldn't be happy with that. Um, I don't know. You tidy Probably a mess. Oh, yeah, but they're dead people. I don't assume he did, to be honest. Um, so yeah, he was, he was pretty like busy being 
being a murderer, to be honest. Pretty busy. He's a pretty mm-hmm. busy guy. Um, so, to surprise his victims, the Golden State Killer would often break into their homes prior to his attacks to learn its layout, even going so far uh, as to study family photos and learn names. That is my worst nightmare. Someone that being in the and, house And before. being chased up the stairs. Mm-hmm. So if he was reciting these inf- these facts or whatever, as he's chasing me up the stairs, oh, no more. I'm I done. I don't know if I mentioned... Um, uh, I, I can't remember. Um, so shoe prints were found under windows outside his victims' homes, leading police to believe he was a voyeur and that he documented details about his victims, like when they would be home alone. So he'd like watch you, basically. Mm, and yeah. He would unlock windows, disable porch lights, and hide shoelaces or rope in advance under couch cushions to use as ties. So, like, you'd come home and there'd already be rope, like, hidden somewhere in your house. That seems really bizarre that he's that premeditated. Yeah, but it was obviously, like, like his whole thing, like, I don't know. He likes it. I can't, I thought, I'm sure I read somewhere you'd, like, look through your, um... Like contact list and all sorts of stuff, and like a contact book. Oh, and like, like your address book. Yeah, and you'd ring as well to make sure you were home. You'd just ring and I'd put the phone down, and then you'd like get to it, and you'd be like, "Hello," and you'd put the phone down, and then you'd know that you were home and stuff like that. And then you're not safe. Yeah. Then you got to get out. Um, the late writer Michelle McN- McN- McNamara uh, coined the term, coined the nickname, the Golden State Killer. Um, and that was quite recently. I think that was only like ten years ago. And that was to to describe the murder, who was previously known to police by a different acronym, E A R S slash O N S, the East Area Rapist. Why is there an S there? Original. And then the original Night, night stalker. stalker. So the so before two thousand one, police thought there were two people behind the sexual assaults and the killings. But now there's common threads like they get bound. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he was referred to as both the East Area Rapist and the original nightclub, so it's weird that they, merged they, into they eventually it. found out. It's also weird that they didn't turn that into an acronym. The what? Golden State yeah, Killer? GSK. GSK. Um, so, oh yeah, here we go. The original Night Stalker, or the ONS, is a play on serial killer Richard M- Ramirez's nickname, the Night Stalker, who I don't know who that is. But apparently that was um, because the Golden State Killer's slayings were similar in style, but predated Ramirez. Oh, cool. I don't think that's cool at all, Lana. I just think it's sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, that must be why they call him the Night Stalker, or the original Night Stalker. It was in 2001 when DNA tests proved that the EAR and the ONS were the same person. And that's when it merged them together to the EAR slash ONS. Oh, the GSK. And then they became known as the, the GSK. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember the murders of Offerman and Manning that I mentioned a minute ago? Um, yes, yes, yes. It's when he's moved on to the next place. Yeah, he's moved on to the uh, Contra Costa County. Yep. Um, they proved to be yeah a new chapter for this guy. Go on. Um, what DNA evidence did they have? We'll get to that. Right. I don't know why I dropped that in there, to be honest. I think I just wanted to clear up some, lots of names. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was a new chapter. Sort of these murders 
began a new chapter for him. Oh, he doesn't need another chapter, does he, really? Could do with ending the book. From then on, none of his victims were allowed to live. So before oh. that, he'd, like, he'd killed some people, I think, and then he was doing, like, like raping people, but maybe not all of them died. And then leaving them. And now... Well, yeah, he, he raped a lot of women and they didn't die. Yeah. But now, none of them... After this, he realised, like... I, like need to, I need to, anyone. yeah, I need to kill them so that no one can talk. So, at the beginning of the 1980s, there were reports of murders in Santa Barbara, Ventura, and Orange Counties. Hey, Orange Counties. By someone dubbed the original Night Stalker. That's Ramirez. No, not no, the, no, it's this guy. He's the, just yeah. the Night Stalker. Sorry. <laughs> um, so now he'd sort of, like I said, he's got braver, um, and probably a bit more sick in the head. He would. Uh, now rape women in front of their partners before executing them both, and there were there were quite a number of murders of couples in this period, like that mm. followed that. Um, Not ideal trend, that mo, I guess. Um, and so there was quite a few there, but I just sort of skipped over, and they were all similar deals. Like there were numerous, like not to like. Um, disrespect any of the dead but i'm just saying like there's a lot of them so i just left them out because of time i didn't want to go yeah, through like these enough. people I'm, then were killed i'm them fairly being, sure they don't want to be trolled um, yeah back they get trolled back yeah. enough so um, through this ordeal they um yeah they, they killed quite a few couples in this time it's not the nicest topic this is it it's a bit of a sad one it's a bit of a sad one uh so the third of may 1986 so he sort of this is a ten-year period mm-hmm. from nineteen seventy-six was originally. I yeah, think. he's escalated quite a bit. Yeah, and he's he's sort of gotten braver and more more rapes, more murders. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a girl called Janelle Cruz, and her parents were away on vacation. She was eighteen years old, um, and she had a friend over. I think they were just like hanging out, mm. um, and the friend would later say that they'd been scared at least twice by strange noises outside and in the garage of the house. Okay. Uh, but they ignored the sounds, and the friend as you would. and the friend left around midnight. Don't leave. A real estate agent uh, went to the house the next morning to show the home to potential buyers, and uh, discovered Cruz in her bedroom. Um, and she'd been raped and bludgeoned to death. Her teeth shattered and her face bloodied beyond recognition. Mm. Uh, and there were tennis shoe prints in the soil outside, and a wrench was missing from the backyard. Um, and the police did a rape kit and they did DNA testing, but that was all in like its infancy at that time. Yeah. And the kit was just placed in storage for years because I don't think... In a freezer. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't... They, they didn't it, really know what to yeah. do with it. And Janelle was the last known victim of the Golden State Killer with the uh, killer disappearing without a trace for the next 32 years. 2018, yeah. Right. In 1986, yeah. So disappeared without a trace for the next 32 years. Um, I mentioned earlier a um woman named Michelle McNamara who's a writer. She dubbed the yeah. She dubbed him the Golden State Killer, and I should have I completely forgot to. In a lot of my research, none of nothing came up about her, but she was really integral in the next part. And I feel bad that I've just left it out because I can't find. I forgot to look into it. Um, oh, I hope they picked that up on, I hope on, it did. on the <laughs> podcast. Oh I, oh, I don't know if it did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm sure she won't mind. 
No. Um, but I'll, I might quickly look up in a minute if I can, if I have time. So the fact that the rapes and murders occurred sometimes hundreds of miles apart, you know, like I said, it, yeah. it covered quite a, a big distance, confused investigators. Um, and at the time, um, this goes back to Mindhunter a bit, detectives only really had to deal, you know, in murders with the likely subjects, the likely suspects, sorry. Um, so, like, spurned lovers, family members or acquaintances of the deceased. Not random. It was all, like, the boyfriend, you know. Yeah. Um, or someone that they said something bad to once. Yeah. It was literally like, oh, you got divorced. Oh, it, it was the husband. Yeah. The ex-husband, they killed him. Um, and I thought, this is something discussed in the excellent David Finch and Netflix show, Mindhunter. You're oh. always plugging your I Netflix, love Mind, you. I love Mindhunter. It's good. Um, and it was... I recommended that one. This... Uh, <laughs> it was this um, new brand of serial killer, serial being quotations mm-hmm. who have um, no clear motive and no clear pattern. Obviously, he had he had an mo, um, but his victims were pretty random. Really, he yeah. wasn't like targeting like people he hated. I wonder how you pick a victim. Don't know, <laughs> to be honest. I, I wouldn't know where to start. He's clearly looking for women who are quite like. But then he was looking for couples. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's... I think Mel, because he was, he's probably like looking at people he fancied though as well. Like he'd be like, yeah. oh, I like the look of her. Like, I don't know. He might not have done. He might have been looking for people he didn't like the look of. Like, Maybe. they're too ugly. Maybe. Um, the lack of DNA technology also meant that law enforcement uh, had much less to work with. Like, yeah. Once a guy's gone. It's very and and he has no motive or no. And all he had was a tennis shoe print. Yeah, like it's There's very difficult. There's a lot difficult. of tennis shoes out there. There are. Um, and yeah, I often think about just how hard it must have been in the past for law to enforcement catch to tra- catch people like him. Yeah, they're just always like five steps behind. Yeah, but I was saying, it seems completely un- like impossible that someone would get away with that today for so long for yeah, like you ten have years, to be so many. Um, and they wouldn't be able to strike like with yeah. days within it, no yeah. way. No, and the technology. You get so Janelle Cruz um, had been dead for a decade. So we're in the mid mid to late nineties now, mm-hmm. when it was discovered that the DNA sample from her body matched the DNA from um, some of the late some of the later victims, um, the Harringtons, who were a couple, I think, and um, Manuela Whithorn. Um, and then over time, the DNA profile matched with more and more murders and rape cases. I didn't mention them all, oh, all the okay. names. So they managed to match this DNA, as DNA um, technology progressed. Um, so that confirms it was definitely him in these different places. Yeah, it was definitely him who did the final killing and, and the other ones. Yeah. Um, and so they had a DNA profile for decades, but no matching profile was ever found like in any national DNA database, which meant that the murderer never committed another crime, you know, like, because you'd get, like, a fingerprint or you'd get whatever taken um, if you committed a crime and got caught for it. So he'd never been caught for anything. Um, And there has been renewed uh, efforts time and again, obviously. I, You know, the families want to find out what happened yeah. to the... the... And where, I'm sure, like, when there's an advance in technology, they're just like, oh, let's try this. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's... let's... Run us through this, and especially because then he found out, oh, all these are linked. Like he's yeah. killed so many people, he's he's ruined so yeah. many people's lives. On TV shows, when they find the links, and they're like, get all the files out again. Yeah, I bet they yeah, did literally, that. yeah. Um, and there has been, like I say, efforts time and again to find him. 
because it's an open case. Um, and like new task forces, I've just read sort of briefly over what's happened like mm-hmm. in the early two thousand stuff and look, asking for tips and stuff, but nothing's ever been found. Um, and that's the case of the Golden State Killer. He, he is believed to have committed twelve murders, at least fifty rapes, and multiple home burglaries, maybe up to one hundred and twenty. But the twelve num- murders was that? Yeah. I thought it would have been more actually, but the numbers do vary from source to source. Yeah. So I think it might be twelve like confirmed DNA sort of murders. Right, right. Um, and like I say, this is the bit where I should mention Michelle Mac- McNamara, but I'll try and find that in a minute. But on Wednesday, twenty fifth of April, twenty eighteen, um, two and a bit weeks ago, Sacramento County DA um, District Attorney Anne Marie Schubert announced that seventy two year old. Uh, Joseph James D'Angelo had been arrested and charged with the murders of, um, and some of these names I haven't mentioned simply because of time constraints and a huge number of murders, um, the Smiths, the Harringtons, the Maggioros, which were the people walking the dog, Mm -hmm. I think, Manuel Witton and Janelle Cruz, and additional indictments are forthcoming. What? How have they found him? Um, So, I don't have a complete story of how this arrest came to fruition. Um, Ooh, and I, may, I assume they're uh, keeping some info under wraps, maybe at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's very high profile. This, you need to be careful. Yeah. So this guy called Paul Holes, good name, strong name, um, <laughs> <Good> who's name. <laughs> a retired investigator with the Contra Costa DA office, and he was a long term, long time investigator of the case. Yeah. He searched online DIY genealogy website called GED Match, mm-hmm. and apparently, you could, this is where you can find long lost, long lost, long lost relatives. Right. And it's got over eight hundred thousand DNA profiles, and it's confirmed that a family member of D'Angelo's had used the service, and the government agencies were able to isolate him as a suspect and collect discarded DNA on two occasions. <laughs> So, so basically, like his how? some one of his relatives is matched, so they put that DNA in, and they've gone, oh, it's the same DNA or similar to this. Oh, right, right. Like, I understand. Person. Sorry, I thought you had to search for the person, like go no, and find no, the person no. and then match. So I was like, I don't know how, how they've they worked that? out. So then they found, and they were like, oh well, maybe this guy's like fifteen years old, so it can't be him. So it's he's like uncle or something. Yeah, maybe yeah. I don't not quite know how it works, but then they've found him, and they've got his they've DNA collected. Discarded in quotation marks. So I don't know if that's like his tissue or like like wiping his nose or like clean. I don't know. Eating something. I was thinking eating something at like McDonald's and throwing it in the bin and taking it. Or like when he's brushing his teeth. Yeah, but how are you going to get that? You have to go into his house. Uh, I just mean like if you throw it in the bin somewhere. It's tough to get it's that. It's weird, isn't it? Maybe they went to the workplace and seen if there's any hairs. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, there's definitely ways of getting it, but it seems... I don't oh know what God, the so rules what... are about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it feels... Maybe be, you'd, you'd, have, right. you'd have some sort of clearance or warrant to do that nowadays. Like, yeah, for yeah, this they sort must of have, case. They must have. It's, they um, can't have done that and then arrested him. Otherwise, yeah. he'd be like, I'm not having it. I'm um, doing this. But they finally had a match in the DNA. As if. Um, And... Uh, District Attorney Schubert, who I mentioned earlier, who was the person who announced it, Anne-Marie, I think she was called. Yeah. Um, Wait, why did you have to... Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, I might... Oh, the, the woman. Yeah. I'll try and find it in a minute. Uh, District Attorney Schubert said, we were looking for a needle in a haystack and we found it. Um, 
and she has the here's she's had some role on the case since she was deputy district attorney in two thousand. Shisha, shisha, and the shish, shisha, shisha. She um. You need to say it again. She has had some role on the case since she was a deputy district attorney in two thousand. Yeah, so thank she's, you. It's because I missed it. She's been on this for eighteen years, and now she's finally and she's got done it. Yes. Um, D'Angelo, the guy who's been arrested. Yeah. Um, is a former police officer with the no. Auburn Police Department who was fired after he was caught shoplifting a hammer and dog repellent from a hardware store in 1979, which must mean that he was a police officer during this. Yeah, but would he not have a record? Or was he just fired and like, oh. we'll let you off? I don't know, actually, that's weird. Because it said before that he didn't have a record because oh, yeah. he got a DNA match. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Would they not have DNA oh, oh, down for the police yeah, anyway? Yeah, maybe. That seems weird. Uh, and he married and had a daughter and worked as a truck mechanic for a grocery store chain for 27 years. Dodge. So dodge. Um, <laughs> this is quite... <laughs> this made me chuckle and I don't know why. Sheriff Scott Jones told the Sacramento Bee that D'Angelo was, and I quote, very surprised when he was arrested. I'm not surprised. <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. He's like, oh, what's this? Um, you've been arrested. Um, since the arrest, officers from all jurisdictions um, touched by the, you know, the murders flocked to the quiet street in Citrus Heights to begin an exhaustive Search of his house, that's where his, his house is. Mm-hmm. So currently... Um, oh, I like the name of that, Citrus Heights. So, oh, I've shown it's a GSK, yeah. Maybe oh. it isn't, uh, maybe people do say that. Um, yeah, the, uh, some officer said, basically, like, we're going through everything, like, in the house. We're trying to find trophies, you know, because he took trophies. Oh, the, um, the things. Yeah, we're trying to find any trophies, we're trying to find, sort I don't of, think as well as house. ski masks and firearms and stuff. Um... Michelle Cruz White, who I think is um, her, Janelle Cruz's sister, you know, the last yeah, the victim. Last one, yeah. um, she spoke to BBC and she said um, it. Cho- she choked up while speaking to him. Um, and I think she said it was the first time she's broken down since. I don't understand what she said. <laughs> she spoke to the BBC. Well, she she cried while she's speaking to the BBC. She cried while speaking to BBC. But that's the first time she's cried since it became apparent that oh. he's been caught. Oh, okay. So there you go. Um, and she says she's finally able to process how the case has affected her life. Yeah, it's that closure, isn't it? Yeah. And it... Yeah. Um, and it is due in court, yeah. um, D'Angelo, on May 14th. Wow. Two days from now. So, so by this the time is coming this podcast out just after it's Wait, coming out sixteen. What day is it today? Oh, yeah. So this will this podcast will come out by the time this podcast comes out. We'll know more like about yeah, this we whole might, case. If we can find a good article, we yeah, might we'll, tweet we, we might tweet it. it. Um, and he hasn't entered a plea as of yet either. So he's not been he's not pled guilty or not guilty. Um, he's probably still very surprised. <laughs> so even though this is a history podcast. It's gone into the 21st century, oh, and the story the is still unfolding. Oh, I also, God. yeah, it is it this guy? I don't know. I can't like. It seems like it probably is this guy from all the DNA testing. I don't think they would arrest him if they weren't sure. Mm. It's one of them things where it's, 
yeah. you don't want to drag it all yeah. up again unless you're, unless you're 100%. And I also think because it's that far in the past, they wouldn't just be like, oh, you got divorced once, it's mm. your husband. Like It's not like that. Let me uh, look up this Michelle McNamara thing. Michelle. I thought you said she'd deceased. Yeah, she is. But she wrote a book on the GSK. Um, it's cool that I said GSK now, isn't it? Because it's, it's, it's a name. Oh. And um, she, she, she was married to Patton Oswalt. Have you never heard of him? He's no. like I think he's an actor. I'm not quite sure. Um, and she wrote a book about it. Um, let me find something. She wrote a book called I'll Be Gone in the Dark, um, which was released in February, um, which right, was okay. two years after she died. Uh-huh. Um, oh, he's a comedian, Pat Oswalt. Um, anyway. And it, a lot of people think that her book helped to find yeah. the killer. Um, Basically, her husband's saying that the police didn't credit her when they should have done. Yeah. And all she cared about was getting in behind bars and getting closure. And they wouldn't credit her because she's a writer. It was something to do with what was in her book. Is that him? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Oh, he looks dodgy. He's a pretty weird looking guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she she had a website called True Crime Diary. And I'm sure the women on the... Um, my favorite murder podcast spoke about that. I think that's where I vaguely had an idea that she was a writer who followed this case quite closely, and she was always investigating it. Um, and the book's named after a statement the killer allegedly made to one of his victims. Mm-hmm. It's called "I'll Be Gone in the Dark," and I think I read somewhere that it's like sold out like everywhere. Like you couldn't get Is a copy it? of it, especially um, now because it's a big thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, her book's been sort of praised for renewing interest in the case. Good. Oh, the arrest happened on DNA Day. The yeah. US holiday celebrating advancements in DNA research. That's good. And she apparently believed that DNA evidence would play a key role in uncovering his identity. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she was, she was most likely right. Um, but we'll have to wait and see and... and keep up with the case yeah. going into the future and see what uh what happens what happens we did you have you heard you know obviously i mentioned like it sort of gave away that it wouldn't end in 1986 or whatever yes and i, do, I, I don't know anything people, about this it's become quite like yeah, i a, haven't even seen it in the news have you not no it's been quite a big thing obviously because of like this unsolved and the, I think in America, because there was that many serial kills running around, to solve any is like a big deal. Mm. Like, it's all hands on deck. Let's yeah. solve this. Um, but I don't think... It, obviously, it's bigger in America. Like, it's had more news coverage in America yeah, than it has yeah. there. But, um, but, yeah, it's a crazy story. It with is. A, with a, hopefully, like, happy ending in a way. Like, the happiest ending you can sort of have to... These sort of stories, the murderer being prison. caught. Yeah. Um, I hope it's the right guy. Yeah. But I think they must be sure. Yeah, well, like I said, that's... It's almost unheard of. He must have been thinking he's got away with it for so many years. Yeah. I couldn't do that, that because was... I'd be constantly looking over my shoulder. Yeah, 30-odd 30, 30 years ago was the last time he yeah. committed any 
that we know crime of. Crime that we know of, yeah. So, um, well, I don't even know what to say. <sighs> Speak to it was just a weird one because it just came up on the news and I was reading about it. I was like, oh, this is a history topic I can cover. And also, it's today, it's happening yeah. right now when I was reading it. And I was like, I vaguely have heard of this before, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm not sure about a big question, really. They're tough I'm ones, aren't they? I'm not sure about a big tough, question. Tough ones to have. Um, skip it if you want. I think we should skip the big question for this week. Um, I'll be back next week, I'm sure. Lana is doing a happy topic. You're doing a topic, aren't you? I am doing a topic. Brilliant. Say one aspect of it's alright. Oh, one aspect of it. A few aspects of oh, it are alright. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Um. Do you want to do some talking? Where can anyone find us? Where can anyone... If right. you're a first time listener, you might just be interested because oh, yeah. the Golden State Killers are a thing um, yeah, so in the news today, so you might be... very hip, down with the kids, oh, aren't no. you? Oh, no. Oh, I am. <laughs> I don't think it's down with the kids, really, Lorna. Um, um, yeah, so our episodes come out weekly, every Wednesday. You can find us on iTunes uh, or any podcast app, really. Whatever you're listening to us on now. Yes. It'd be nice if you would um, subscribe if you've enjoyed it. Maybe give us a review. We love a good five stars. Four stars will do. Yeah, we'll push for five though. <laughs> Reach for the stars. <laughs> um, oh, very good. You can tweet us if you've got an opinion. Um, it's at Idiot History Pod. You can send us an email at idiothistorypod at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. And yeah, look out on the Twitter. Every now and then we tweet some things. Yeah, we tweet about mainly about the podcast. Mainly about we we often come across random things which are linked to our episodes. Yeah, yeah, and we'll tweet um, it because this is obviously audio, not visual. Yes. Um, and thanks for listening, and, and yeah. hope you come back next week for an interesting podcast from Lana Barry. Yay! <laughs> that was so. <laughs> it fizzled out. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! That's Ooh. what you want. Woo. Okay, we will uh, speak to you next week. Yes. Bye. 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 Bye.